Hi, this is David. I just want to take this opportunity to welcome you to this special bonus edition of the Stream of David podcast. This is actually one of our episodes from our new podcast, the second podcast that we have created called the Taya Practice, the TYA Practice. The Taya Practice is a little different than the Stream of David. The Stream of David is all about the teachings of the stream. The Taya practice, however, is the practical application of the stream's teachings that I have created now and taught to people all over the world. It works, it will raise your vibration, it will absolutely change your life. And on the Taya practice podcast, we are having guests that are Taya practitioners that are coming on, sharing their very inspiring, high vibrational stories with you and discussing how they got to where they are in their journey. My intention with this podcast is for it to inspire you. My intention with this podcast is to help you learn the Taya practice if that's your desire. So please listen to this special bonus episode and go over to wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. Be sure to rate and review and share it with anyone that you think might benefit from it. Thanks a lot for listening. Welcome to the Taya practice podcast, where you will learn an upgraded operating system for your life. And if you'd like to dive further into the Taya world, you can visit thetayapractice.com. That's the T-Y-A practice.com. You can search for the Taya practice on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So subscribe to our channels and join the global community of Taya practitioners. People who are listening are going to say, this has got to be wrong. I honestly say during a down the spiral moment, when something looks really difficult or challenging or unpleasant i go i wonder what good is coming i wonder what how this is going to enhance my life and that's how i think as soon as it happens i start thinking this is going to enhance my life i'm going to get more clarity or i'm going to get more uh, understanding or i'm going to clear something and something's going to come my way and my life is going to be better and i know that at the beginning of a of a down spiral moment that doesn't stop me necessarily from having a down spiral moment but what it does is it, it, it keeps me from getting despondent. Welcome to the Taya Practice Podcast. I am here with a very special guest, someone that I've known now for years. At least four, maybe five. Four, four to five years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Taya Bootcamp graduate and many, many other things that we will uh, share with you. Uh, the Reverend Denise Roberge. Beautiful. Yes. I always I always get tripped up on last names because I just think of everybody as their first name. And I'm like, I don't want to butcher anybody's last name, but sometimes I do. Did great with mine. Well, how are you, Denise? I am so good. I don't even know how to express it. I am really the happiest I've ever been in my life. The most content, the most peaceful. And it's beautiful. And Taya had a lot to do with it. And I'm excited to talk to you today um, and tell other people how it works and why it worked for me and what worked for me and all that sort of thing. Cause it really was a turning point in my life. Big turning point. Well, I, I know that you're very comfortable on, on camera and on audio and video and all that. So just, so. just share with us what, what, what guided you to your Taya journey and, and what's been going on with you since boot camp? Okay. Uh, first of all, I, I had a really dear friend who uh, was listening to your podcasts and then she joined the first Facebook group that you had and, and it was had a different name. I don't even remember what the name yeah, was. The, the podcast is the Stream of David podcast, which is the original one that's been going for years since mm -hmm. 2017. And the Facebook group was the power of forgiveness. That was my first Facebook group. What was the second one? That doesn't sound familiar. Mm. 
I don't know. I don't remember. I we had a couple anyway. of iterations. The Power of Forgiveness was the original one, though. That was like 2017, 2018. Uh, and maybe. Then- all right. So maybe it was a little bit. Anyway, in any case, I um, found out I could join the Facebook group. So I did. And um, and then she told me about the book. Well, at the same time, she, told, she said this book is unbelievable. The Stream of David, which I put up behind me. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, no, it's out of the shot. Um, she said you could read the book and um, and if you you know if I might join boot camp. I'm thinking about joining boot camp, and I went, oh, what's boot camp? And she briefly told me a little bit about it. She hadn't joined yet. Um, she was helping you out with some stuff. Um, anyway, shout out to Danny. Um, she uh, so I I walked, looked at the, the Facebook group for a while. I didn't interact much at first because I wanted to see what it felt like. But mostly what I focused on was reading the book. I'm one of those people that read, in fact, not everybody gets to boot camp the way I did. I read the book and I vibrated and resonated and was so excited reading the book, I couldn't put it down. I read it in a couple of sittings because it felt absolutely like the next level for me. I've been studying uh, metaphysics and spirituality and, and healing and my mindset, um, work and energy work and all that kind of stuff. That's what I do for a profession. But studying that for a long time, I'm a channel as well. Uh, I channel differently than you do. I do a different sort of brand of it. But, um, so the, anyway, I read the book and I went, this is the next level for me. And I want to tell you a couple of things that jumped out at me just from the book. Taya's absolute across the board conviction that non-judgment is where it's at, that the universe doesn't judge. And when we don't judge, we feel better. And when we detune, we're detuning a lot, most, mostly judgment and fear. And when we release ourselves of judgment and fear, that's when the magic happens. And indeed, though, though I already knew those things, those, those were not new, brand new thoughts to me. But what I didn't know was the specifics about how to introduce these concepts into every aspect of my life that still had rough edges. And I read the book and I was like, this is it. This is the next move for me. This is, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. I, I don't even, didn't even know I was looking for it, but that's how I felt when I was reading it. I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is it. This is it. So I made a, um, I made a, a, a discovery call or uh, whatever you call your calls, uh, the free call. And um, I liked you instantly. I just said, I just had a, I just went, yeah, this guy's for real. I knew you, despite your ego, um, your ego did not turn, <laughs> your ego did not turn me off. I, you, you have a great, you have a great personality and you did not pressure me, but you encouraged me a little bit by saying, this is how it works, Denise. If you, I said, I don't have that kind of money. I don't have that kind of money. Honestly, I don't. And he said, well, many people sign up, don't have the money, but if it's meant for them, the money shows up. And I was like, oh yeah, that's true. The law of attraction. I mean, I knew enough about the law of attraction to know that that would be a true statement. So, and I also recognized all the work I needed to do around poverty and scarcity mentality. I was in that instant. I'm like, oh, Denise, you should know better than that. But yet, you know, I didn't. So I said, okay, David, give me 24 hours. Can I have 24 hours to sign up? And you went, yeah, call me tomorrow. So in 24 hours, I came up with all the money. Um, and that's the way it works. I've seen that so many yeah. times. And, and, and it's, 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 
not about no, some the of it, desperation. I, some of it alone. I had to pay, I had to pay some of it back, but yeah. 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 Well, it's just, it's being resourceful and taking the yeah. judgment out of the money piece, right? Exactly. If you take exactly. fear and judgment, you get the clarity of source. And when it comes to investing money or, or anything, if you take fear and judgment out of it, how do you feel? That's the clarity of source. Exactly. I've never gone wrong with the clarity of source. Exactly. So true. And it happened so easily that I got the money. That was the cue for me that, yep, you are moving in the right direction because money and I did not have a good relationship my whole life until that time. Actually, uh, that was one of the last things to get better. That was the last frontier of detuning for you. One of them. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. There was a couple of that were a little harder to deal with than others. But so I, um, I love the book and I, I really liked you right away. The money came real fast. I was ready. I was ready to grow. I, and I knew it internally. In fact, I've been telling people I want to take a course or I want to read another book or I don't know why something I got to move. I got to move. I got to do something. So that was it. I knew it was coming. I didn't know what it was, but I knew something was coming. So I joined, I started boot camp and, um, Started working on the modules and, and and working and getting to know people in the Facebook group. That was essential for me. Um, the support that I got from the from the Facebook group, and I made some friends um, that are still friends of mine to this day that I still talk with on Facebook or occasionally even Zoom with, you know, as on a friendly basis. The bonds, um, not with everybody. I didn't connect with everybody, but I connected with some people that I still love today, and I honestly love them, you know. We, we, we all fell in love, you know, a bunch of us all like love each other. It's a, it's a lovey atmosphere. Um, Ty has a lovey atmosphere. The, the group is beautiful. Yeah, we're, we're a virtual uh, commune. Absolutely. <laughs> I totally agree with that. That's, a total, that's such a true statement. However, so I started, I did module one was pretty, pretty good. It was pretty fairly okay. Easy. It wasn't that difficult. Module two got a little harder, and I think it, I'm pretty sure it was module three. I fell apart. I got, I was completely depressed. I avoided it every day. I, I'm like, I got to do my tire work today. No, I don't want to do my tire work today. And I don't remember exactly what we, I, we were, I think we were working on. I think it was um, identifying transgressors possibly. Um, yeah, well, three is getting really, really solidly clear on, on what your root, your key transgressors are. Yeah. Still the same. I have not well, changed those modules because there's oh, okay. magic in the modules. I haven't module. looked at them lately. All these years later, we've updated, we've made them prettier and all that, but the, the content is exactly the same as the beginning. Well, all right. So it was mo- definitely was module three that, that just, because what happened was I'm really sensitive and feel deeply like many of us and all these memories of my past that I thought I'd already detuned. I thought I'd already worked through in therapy. I thought I had already worked through energetically. I thought I, I, you know, I thought I had a handle on this stuff. Uh, Come to find out there was still a whole lot of detuning to do, which is why I still wasn't happy. This is why I was. I I call that vibrational dust. And I think if you are trying to work through things in a mainstream sense, and I know you were way beyond mainstream, but it's that sort of forgiveness. It's okay. Mm. It happened. Mm. We go all the way into full-blown appreciation. Yes. And that's hard. That's why we call it, it, it work. It is hard. It it's, is hard. It's and the, and the, the most tragic, transformative thing I've encountered in my absolutely. life. Absolutely. I, I would say I would say detuning transgressors is was one of the most tra- uh, transformative experiences that I had in Taya. 
I didn't even know that I was still angry. I didn't know that I was still feeling pain and that trauma, the traumas and whatnot yeah, were just, still it, in it my It lies feet. dormant and then it sort of triggers at certain points in our lives. That's why I call it vibrational dust. There's, you clear it, you do all that work, mm -hmm. there's still some dust and eventually mm -hmm. you get all the dust out. Well, I've Do gotten all the dust. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just skip ahead for one second. I've gotten a lot of dust cleared, and that's why I'm feeling good now, even since Taya. But because I took Taya, I learned the skills. I learned the meditate, you know, the meditation. I learned um, to recognize when I was going down the vibrational spiral and to catch it quicker and to get help. Um, I, I started recognizing fear quicker. I started recognizing judgment of myself, which was a big, big, big thing. I had no idea at the time that I signed up for boot camp that I didn't love myself. I knew that things weren't right. I knew I wasn't feeling real happy, but I didn't know that that was the problem. Taya helped me to define some issues that still needed more clarity and more um, exposure to the light, let's say, and more letting go of and all that sort of thing. So I didn't real. I thought I loved myself. And I guess to the extent that I was able, I did, but I found in Taya that I could love myself a whole lot more. So um, the, it was really helpful. Um, so I got through, I remember calling you uh, module three going, David, I, I think I have to quit. I can't do this. It feels awful. I can't do it. And I talked to some other people and they're like, oh, you can do it. Just keep going. Well, you, you, I don't even try to remember what you said to me that inspired me, but you inspired me to keep on going somehow. And I was very grateful because then you were doing all the coaching. Um, when I was in the program, you were still doing all the, you were doing all the coaching. So anyway, I did get through it. It took me three months. Um, I wasn't a real fast student, but I was freaking thorough. I wrote 90 some odd pages. I mean, I just did. I went all in, all in both feet, all, all of it. And little by little, I started feeling better. And I started noticing people where certain people were dropping out of my life. Other people were coming into my life. I would, uh, money was showing up out of the blue, like money I wasn't expecting money that like I overpaid some bills. I got a check in the mail because I overpaid some bill. I mean, just coming from strange places that you would never expect. And my business started to, my practice started to increase while I was in still in boot camp. But since then it's taken off even more since I finished boot camp, it's taken off even more. And I've been on lots of like international podcasts and radio shows and um, I get every single time I'm on the air anywhere, I get new clients. I do one-on-one -on -one work. I do group work. I do, I do intuitive work and all that stuff. So it's been amazing. It's just been an amazing journey. Now, the other thing that I detour, I didn't work on too much in Taya, but I used the Taya tools post-Taya was food. Uh, food and I had a very, very complicated relationship. And I wasn't even anywhere near ready. You got to love yourself to work on your food issues because for most of us, that's the first one that comes along. That's the first symptom that you're not in. Well, it's, re it's readily available. You know, it's it's so well, it's an easy thing for us to access. And it's our, and it's comforting way. and it's soothing sure. and you know you live in a tumultuous life. Food grounds you and makes you feel like you all right. For now, I'm okay. My belly's full. There's something about it that's comforting and soothing. So anyway, I got real about my food issues. And um, since Taya, I have gently and lovingly and with non-judgment released about 80 pounds, I think, 
somewhere around 80. Could be 82 or 78. I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to know exactly what I weighed when I was in boot camp. But yeah, you, you're correct. very different. Your appearance uh, is very different. Yeah, than it was yeah, I'm, I'm different. Sure. I'm look at my little teeny shoulders now, <laughs> <laughs> my turkey neck. <laughs> Love it. So um, I didn't do it because of how I looked. I honestly loved myself so much post boot camp that it had to come from how I felt. And my clothes didn't feel good anymore. And, and my knee went and I ended up having, having to have a knee replacement. And I was like, I never want to have another knee replacement. I mean, I never, I, my other one needs it supposedly according to the x-rays. Um, but since I've, I've worked so much energetically on myself and learned all these tools, um, I don't, the other one doesn't hurt. Even though I had the same diagnosis as the one that I did. So a bunch of things came together and, and I got um, a channeled message for myself. I'm used to channeling for other people. And you asked me that in our initial interview, you're a channel. So why aren't you asking your guides what to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't channel for myself. I channel for other people. Well, that's pretty typical of a codependent empath. You know what I'm saying? With a bunch of fucking issues, excuse my language. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, So I realized that I was loving the whole world and trying to help the whole world and not paying enough attention to myself. So I got the message very clearly with great clarity. It came to me, love yourself. Well, love yourself. Well, yeah, you have so much more to offer. Yeah. And that oh high vibration of, of love of self and, and self care. Yes. You have self-care, a lot more to offer. Self love. It's, it, it expands your whole uh, energy field, which expands your whole field of possibility, which expands your whole connection to all that is to source. I mean, it, it's, it's the microcosm and the macrocosm. So I said, I'm going to love myself well with food. And what I started doing was one thing at a time I stopped I decided to lovingly release potato chips. So I didn't eat potato chips for a month because that was one of my problem foods. And instead I ate bean chips and kale chips and organic things like that, crunchy things. Didn't lose much weight doing that, doing it that way, but I wasn't even trying to lose weight. I was trying to eat so that I felt happy, eat so that I felt good about myself, eat healthy things that raised my vibration. That was my initial goal was just to eat organically as much as possible, fresh fruits as much as possible, and little by little whittle away the addictive foods because I had a little routine of addictive foods. So I did that for about two years. I I started substituting problem-ish foods, the foods that didn't make me feel good, for foods that made me feel better. And I I lost maybe 10 pounds in in that two years. And then I got serious the third year. I was like, I think I'm going to really work at this thing because I think I really want to be lighter. I want my joints to feel better. I want to be, I want to feel energetically lighter. So I, I used a, a phone app and uh, started logging everything and paying close attention. And, and it took almost a year. Um, and I took off a whole bunch of it staying off. And I'm doing just with this program, doing just what I did with Taya, which is if I, as soon as I start feeling like I'm falling, in a direction that doesn't feel good, I pull myself back and go, well, think about how you're going to feel if you eat that. Just think about it for a minute. If, if, if you, you can eat whatever you want. I told myself through the whole thing, you can eat whatever you want. No one is telling you what to do. And that was big for me. Mm-hmm. I had to like gain sovereignty in my own self. And Taya taught me that too, that I can do anything I want. I can, I have so much freedom. I can continue to hurt myself if I want, you know, 
Yeah, there's no, there, you know, tie doesn't have rules. So you, you have whatever no experience rules. you're having and it all has value ultimately. Yes. You don't all, have to stay stuck in the unwanted. That's the thing. Well, and, and real, and knowing that was very helpful to me, knowing that I didn't have to judge myself no matter what, whether I gained weight, lost weight, ate good foods, ate shit foods. You know, I didn't have to judge myself. And the biggest thing was I wasn't being judged by source. And I have a deep connection with source. And I used to think I was a bad person because I was overweight and ate wrong foods. Well, that's gone. So I'm probably never going to suffer from obesity again. Not that I won't have occasional lapses that I need to work. Because I do have to admit, as far along as I've come because of Taya, I still find myself going DTS for certain things. But it's not usually more than a half a day, not usually more than an hour, really, that, that I stay there with maybe two exceptions where I had maybe three days of DTS. I don't I don't go down the spiral much. And when I do, I don't stay there long. And I also have learned to, as I learned in Taya, appreciate um, co- um, contrast. I I now honestly, I people that are listening are going to say this is going to be wrong. I honestly say during down the spiral moment when something looks really difficult or challenging or unpleasant i go i wonder what good is coming i wonder what how this is going to enhance my life and that's how i think as soon as it happens i start thinking this is going to enhance my life i'm going to get more clarity or i'm going to get more uh, understanding or i'm going to clear something and something's going to come my way and my life is going to be better and i know that at the beginning of a of a down the spiral moment that doesn't stop me necessarily from having a down the spiral moment. But what it does is it, it, it keeps me from getting despondent. It keeps yeah. me from getting anxious. I would say we're not, we're not curing polarity. We're no. not curing vibrational flow. No. We are choosing to respond to it differently. Yes. You use that word sovereignty. We have the ability to move through vibrational flow and respond to it however we choose, which is... Nobody knows that. It seems like that's just new information for most of the world. Well, it was new for me when I started boot camp. I thought that I had to pay attention to everybody else's rules. And yeah, well, look how many people in in mainstream spirituality. I I live to avoid judgment. I lived it. Yeah, they they judge the down the spiral like you're never supposed to be in negative vibrations. Just be happy all the time, which is not possible. Yeah, no. No, it isn't possible. So I don't want to sound like I'm some kind of like saint on earth because I'm not. I have, I do have downtimes. I do have times when I cry. I do have difficult decisions to make. I do have people coming and going in my life, which causes upheaval sometimes. I do have conflicts, but I just don't get despondent. I, I feel what I need to feel, release what I need to release. But through it all, I'm saying this is happening for my good. This is happening. I'm moving through the experience. That's my favorite thing. This is what we're doing now. We're moving through this experience. Mm -hmm. I love it. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with Denise. Taya is a quantum mindset practice where we systematically detune the fear and judgment that we've picked up along the way, living inside the human created matrix. And we allow the natural state of joy, clarity, and abundance that exists within us to step forward. Taya is not about rules or judgment or deities or worship. Taya is about releasing fear and judgment from your life, healing old wounds, old traumas, and allowing the very best version of you and the very best life to be authentically realized. We are back with Denise, the Reverend Denise, telling us about her Taya skills. So you're 
four to five years out of boot camp. Yes. You continued to practice. And I know you have your own spiritual practices that I'm sure are in addition to and above and beyond the Taya practice, but it does, it's, it's sounding like Taya has done a lot to give you a framework to Absolutely. operate your life. It is a framework for life. Um, it's a, and it's built on other frameworks that I've used before. I mean, I was in 12 steps before and I was in other uh, uh, types of, of uh, I was in a religion at one time, uh, eight, uh, 18 to 15, 18 years ago. I spent eight years in a particular religion, which helped me a lot. I bless it because it really did me a lot of good. And, but I've had different, I've had, you know, I've been learning for a long time. I'm 66 years old and I started this path when I was 17 um, and I'm still working it. I'm still working. I'm not, I don't. I'm, I'm glad I you said that I, about religion because I just did a, on the stream of David podcast. Uh, I just did one about religion and it's so easy to demonize religion. No pun intended. Uh, it is. No, it's it is. Easy to demon. And a lot of people that get into spirituality or this sort of thing, well, oh, religion was the worst. There was so much judgment and there was so much fear and I was going to burn in hell. And mm -hmm. we're glossing over, you know, or, or forgetting about not glossing over, we're forgetting about all of the good things because mm -hmm. I grew up Methodist and my religious upbringing was not bad. It was not all about judgment and fear and hellfire and damnation and all of that. Methodism, Methodism is social. It's about yes. community and social and being social and coming together. And, you know, we had this beautiful church and, and I love the youth group and, and it wasn't, you're going to burn in hell. Mm -hmm. I didn't encounter that until I started going into to the Baptist church and it was very, mm -hmm. very different there. But some my of the, yeah, some of the Baptist churches are, are uh, hell and hellfire and brimstone. And, and that's hard. That's hard for some people. Well, religion, I, I was, I had already grown a whole lot by the time I got into this particular, uh, it was, it's a really non-traditional religion. Um, it's well known, it's been around since the 1800s, but it's a non-traditional version of Christianity, and, but it's a metaphysical Christianity. And so I had already grown enough and, and I was enough up my spiral to at least have attracted um, a religion that was helpful to me. Now, I eventually outgrew the culture of it, not necessarily all the ideas. I still use a lot of the ideas. They match what Taya teaches. A lot of the ideas are similar. You know, they're uh, very, it's, it's, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff there. I outgrew the culture. I outgrew um, people who were so rigid and stuck. They couldn't see that I was doing things a little differently. And they're like, oh, oh, Denise, hold on. Don't do it that way. This isn't how we do it. We do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I do blah, 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 blah. You know, so they, they took certain words from the text and got real dogmatic. And um, that's that got old. And I had to kind of stop worshiping. But I still use some of the ideas. And you know, I've been around for a long time. So everything adds to my um, toolkit. Uh, so Taya... Um, I don't know where I'd be today without Taya. Maybe I would have found something else instead. I don't, I can't believe that I would have been stuck where I was forever, but I'm telling you, Taya was a big mover for me. Um, and I still have friends in Taya and I still follow the Taya um, Facebook group. And um, I, the, a community was built there. That is really a beautiful community, David. And I want to give you a lot of kudos for that because you're very personable. You, you know what I love about working with you, being around you, and, and the influence that you um, share with us 
is really one of non-judgment and also admitting when you have a growth edge. When, when there's something that you are in the process of learning, you share that with us. And we love that. I love it when you say, oh, ego got in my way again. And here, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do about it. And, you know, you were very honest. At, every time you were growing through something, you would tell us about it. And you would show us through your own example how you grow, grew through it and or how you are growing through it. And um, the fire was an example. I, I was like... It was like a movie for me. It's like, I can't wait to see what goodness comes to David because of this fire. You know, I want to, it was, it was <laughs> well, I'd say that since the fire, I'm on more on fire than ever now <laughs> with sharing this and, and just getting it out there. And I started the second podcast, uh, this podcast since the fire. And I just love sharing the Taya message with the world. Uh, it doesn't have dogma built into it. There's no fear. There's no judgment. It's a set of tools that allows you to systematically raise your vibration. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's, that's all, and there's no, it just removes, it removed for me a sense of fear that I didn't even realize was so pervasive. I didn't realize that I still had a concept that I was being judged from above, like from source. Right. Well, that's, that, that's really drilled into I, us in I the had matrix, lingering, right? I still had lingering threads of that. Even though someone said, do you think that you're being judged? I would go, no, of course not. It's a loving, uh, it's not, if it's not loving, it's neutral. It's either law-based or it's loving. And if it's law-based, it's fair. And that, and it's every, you know, all the laws apply to everyone. And it's at least loving and neutral, uh, neutral and uh, law-based or it's loving because only good can come from it. Yeah, source is all abundance, all good, all love, all and, and we are the ones that hold ourselves away from that. Right. For the for the experience by design. Well, I I had actual sex. Um, yeah, I had sexual abuse in my childhood. Uh, I don't know where that that just popped out. I meant to say uh, spiritual abuse. I had literal spiritual abuse, and um, as well as other kinds of abuse, all kinds of abuse, um, all kinds of trauma, all kinds of stuff. And that was, I picked the three toughest, in, to do a boot camp, I picked the three toughest um, transgressors. I picked church I grew up in, and I picked um, my parents, and I picked society kind of at large because I was bullied horribly. Uh, I had a lot of bullying experiences. So well, those things shaped one. your belief system. So that's they exactly sure what did. we do in, in boot camp. Is and it, for those of you listening, you don't have to take boot camp to be a practitioner of Taya. Oh no, read the you book. Read the book. I don't ever want to uh, ever want to you know put it out there that well you got to go and take this boot camp or you're not no. going to be a Taiist. You know, it's not that. No. Boot camp is a wonderful thing it, it, when you're aligned with it to dive in and go deep and really make the practice your way of life and work with coaches and, and mentors and things to detune stuff. Mm -hmm. I think the detuning stuff in the more, I don't want to call it, a, I guess, a controlled environment, I think it's a safe space to detune the nastiest elements. Yes. I have talked to, I have, I have heard it all at this point. You know, I, we have had, um, you know, you name the horrific experience a human being can have, and we've had it come through boot camp now. Mm -hmm. And I, I would not want to just tell someone, oh, just detune that transgressor. Oh, no, just you don't appreciate want to your abuser, you know, and all of that. I would never say that. No. So there's a way to do it without the structured environment, which is you, you start with smaller things and sort of work your way in. And it's a lifetime's work. 
sure. boot camp, we just flip that. We go into the depths in boot camp because we've mm -hmm. got the modules, the coaching, the community, the accountability, all of that stuff. So that's what boot camp is about. Bootcamp is a great environment to go deep because you're very safe there. And everyone is working toward believing in non-judgment. So you you, feel, you pick a couple of people you like out of the community and you can tell all your stuff to them. You can talk to them. Uh, you can have a mentor if you if you so choose. You can And David, you were very available to us when I was going through boot camp. You, you were the coach. So you I want to thank you um, in this public forum for helping me so much. I mean you're a big person in my life. You're a big influence in my life. And I really deeply appreciate you as well as your team, as well as, uh, of course, the stream of David. I um, talk to them myself and they're in with a whole, uh, uh, I don't want to necessarily get into all that. I, just, <laughs> I, 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 I love hearing your perspective on that stuff. I channel groups of energies and and David, stream of David is in my in my group. There's a whole group. I could list them, but I won't. I won't bother. I don't. I don't really want to. I, this isn't the. the no, I, I I just call all that source. To me, it's yeah. all. It source. is all source. Kind of but you know the words. Thing. You can when you're when you're a channel, you can recognize the theme and the tone and the words, and go, oh, I think I know where that comes from because I've read the books too. You know, I've read all read a lot of books and watched a lot of videos and listened to a lot of podcasts. So being a channel is, um, it's really fun because sometimes, not always, I know sort of which stream it's coming from. Like, you know, yours is the stream of David. I, I can tell now different streams. I can tell the difference. And that's gotten a lot stronger since I left the camp. So the interesting thing for me is that I, I channel information that has come from within mm -hmm. and I haven't been a student of things many things over the mm -hmm. years at all in, in spirituality. And then when I met Michael, my, my partner, who's a psychologist, he is into um, Zen. Oh. And he's telling me how much Zen is in Taya and how much Zen is in the stream. Mm -hmm. And that energy, that energy, of course, still exists. And, and we all have the power to tap into these things. Yes. And in channeling, that's what you're doing is you're tapping into to the energy of source where all products are expressions of source. Yes. So it really is an amalgam of all that is. And it seems daunting from a human perspective because it's all that is forever, everywhere, you know, in an infinite universe. Mm -hmm. But that's our limited human perspective that's mm -hmm. designed to give us this sort of experience. Right. right. But source is everything. And I know that source is free from judgment and fear. So when people come along and they want to know sources opinion on things, that's one of the reasons I don't, I don't trans channel anymore. I, the channeling's happening all the time and I, it's probably more the way you do it. Right. I have trans channeled, um, uh, spontaneously a few times. Um, but that wasn't really how I evolved. I evolved. I'm, I'm sort of off to the side and, and listening and watching, but I don't always remember what I channel. See, when I would um, go into I, trance, I, I would not, I would come back and I oh, wouldn't remember. Oh, trance is, I don't remember anything, but I, that's, yeah. only happened to, that's only happened to me a few times. Usually I'm semi-aware of what's going on. I feel like I'm sitting to my own side. And, and Yeah, watching. well, I used to trance channel, as you know, I, all the time. And that's what everybody, oh, let's hear from the stream. And I got to a point where I, I had done so much work detuning my ego that I realized, well, I don't need to do that. The stream is always right here. I can write yes. the stream. I can share the stream. The only thing I can tell you that's different is that when I'm not in trance and I'm channeling, I'm fidgety and I'm itchy. 
So if you watch the videos, if you go to YouTube and watch the video versions of these podcasts or anything that I'm on, I'm scratching them. It's almost like I have um, like Tourette's or something. You know, I think all of these things are, are our version of channeling. Mm-hmm. I think Tourette's is that as well. That's just my personal could, opinion. Could very well be. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. But I have all these little ticks that I don't normally have. When the stream mm-hmm. is present, I'm so electrified with that energy that I don't need to go into trance, but I'm sharing it anyway. The clarity is right there. And I realized that the trance channeling thing, the people that were really, really into the trance channeling, and I get it. I, 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 you know, I love the people that are geeking out on the stream. But mm-hmm. they, they are asking questions of the stream that we already know what the answer is going to be because right. they're not judgmental. They don't care. They don't have an opinion whether you, your sexuality is right or wrong because the, that right. doesn't exist in that realm. There's no, there's no wrong. Yeah. So I kind of realized that you know, that's more entertainment for people in an experience. There's nothing wrong with it it's an experience. And I, I was talking to Michael about Abraham and how people love to be in the presence of Abraham and go on these cruises and do these things and how much fun that would be. And he said, well, you know, you're really not that though. You're doing something different. You're, you're, you've created this framework and you teach it where she's giving an experience for people. Mm-hmm. And I long ago accepted that, you know, my path is not going to be the same as Abraham. Certainly. I, I used to do I used to do channeling groups. I called it meditation and messaging before Taya. It was before Taya, and since COVID, I haven't done any of them. Uh, I, I think there's much. value in that for people for sure. There's nothing. Well, I don't believe what happens in wrong, with, with the know. meditation and messaging is that people would get into a beautiful headspace first. The whole group would get into a nice calm zen space, and then I would channel, and that made the channeling easier for me, and it made them it made it easier for the group to hear. The messages yeah you kind of opened up that portal to that highest right. vibration to just so there, there is value in group wonderful. in group experience um, wonderful experience i'm just yeah yeah it's it's fun and now when i channel um i i uh i slip back and forth like sometimes the words that are flowing i know are coming from someplace i know they're they're too they're too articulate i think uh, but then I slip into, well, you want to know what I think and then I give my opinion and then I slip back into channel so i'm I'm kind of like I think yeah, I'm embodying it. I'm embodying so it's funny, it. the, the Taya Practice book, the, the book that's coming out in 2023. Can't wait. Hopefully. Uh, that book is mostly channeled. And we had a, a third-party developmental editor a couple of years ago go through that version of it. And she said, I like the stream's writing so much better than David's. Why can't David just write like the stream? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, well, you know, you don't even I know who all I'm channeling was- there when I'm writing is the stream. I'm sure it's flowing and it's beautiful. And I'm just David, you know, here it is. Here's how I am. Here's what I think. I'm just very, um, you know, though, that, don't, don't, I, I not think so poetic. First, your first book, which was uh, channeling and then you and then channeling, then you it's like 50, 50, right. Yeah. I, that was really valuable because you took your real life experiences and the stream gave us lessons on those experiences. And it was really a direct learning experience. Being able now to that speak. I've had the fire, I will write. I, I said I would never write another book like that again because the stream, the, the book she's referring to is The Stream Eternal Wisdom for a Better Life. That's on Amazon. Right. And it's been out since 2018. And that was my journey to channeling. And the Taya book isn't that. The Taya book is the Taya practice that I've been teaching to people for five years. Mm-hmm. I may now write another stream book where I talk about what oh, happened yay. in the stream after that book was published, after the podcast became a big hit, after boot camp and all of that stuff, I think that that journey has been just incredible all the way up to the fire. Well, this is the book. If anyone's watching this on video, 
this is the book, one of the books that changed my life in a major way. So I'm just putting in a plug for the book because the book is really what it, what, if it weren't for the book, I don't know that I would have signed up for boot camp because I knew the basics of, of, of yeah. Well, if you want to get to know me in the stream and what we're all about, that's the yeah, book because the tie book would be very different. And it's, you know, five well, years later. That'll um, be fun too. Publishing. I can't wait. What, do you have a date on the publication for that? No, yet? we're publishing it. We have, Kat and I formed a publishing company called Streaming Words Publishing. Nice. And we are going to publish it because I don't want some publishing company taking my channeling and changing it oh, because they do idea. that. I know. I, I will just say conversations with God did not start out as that. It was made into something very marketable, mm -hmm. but it was a channeled text that was very different than that. Mm -hmm. uh, and which is fine. That's, that's uh, Neil Donald Walsh. That's Neil Donald Walsh. And that's his journey. And he's reached millions of people with that book. It's all good. Sure. I just didn't want that to be my experience. I wanted the stream to be the stream, David to be David, the tire mm -hmm. practice, you know, the tire practice has a lot of um, anecdotal, you know, uh, evidence built mm -hmm. into it because people it need that. Uh, people need that proof, you know, and that's why I love having all of you on the podcast. People need to see that this just isn't some guy trying to talk me into something or indoctrinate me into a belief system. I, I would like but to say to anyone who's listening that Dave, David, you did not talk me into anything. All you did was presented the program in a pretty neutral way. Um, and when I and answered my questions, I had, I had a lot of questions and you answered my questions. You did not push me. Although you did offer me a little discount. You said you got that for 24 Oh, I give you, yeah, back then, I don't do that anymore. But back then I do, it was more expensive back then. And I would do a little nudge. Like if you know this is for you and you can come up with the money, I'll give you a discount yeah. if you just do it. And I, yeah. that was actually a very effective thing. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. We, in 2021, I think I was telling you, you know, I brought in, and that was sort of the, the last hurrah of my ego and all of this. I brought in all this marketing because my ego wanted it to be huge. Oh, this is, this got to be huge. You know, this is the next, you know, this You're is already so huge, David. And, and so I brought in all these marketing people and some of them were sort of into spiritual things and some of them were not, but all of them defaulted into fear-based marketing. And I, and I invested a lot of money into it. And I then put some pressure on it because of the amount of money I'd spent, which is not a good thing to do. <laughs> if just, mm -hmm. if you're in business or otherwise, if you put pressure on something because of the money you're spending on it, you're probably going to have an outcome. Well, as you would out. say, you were hammering David. And you I, I was definitely hammering. hammering. And then I, I really let some people, uh, I, I, I had someone running my Facebook group for a while and I let her have free reign to do whatever she wanted. And it got really pushy. Really pushy and really uh, opposite of what we teach. And I needed to teach myself that lesson. I need, and I, I do want to thank you and everybody that stayed around through those ups and downs and twists and turns of me figuring all this stuff out. Uh, it was fabulous to watch. It was, it was inspiring. It was inspiring. Look what David walks through all, every day. And every time you would let, let us know about an egoic experience that you had that you needed to detune or get to the other side of we're all rooting for you. But at least the ones like me that are totally into it. Um, they're like, good for you. Good for you. You're human. Just like us. You got, you got stuff going on just like we do only you're doing it in public in front of thousands of people. And, uh, your courage is amazing. And your humility is, um, real. Even when you were egoic, you would slam back into your humility, but then it was a slam back. Now yeah. it's, now it's it was more a rougher ride. And that's that. Now, that, now, it's, um, now it's now it's more great. You know, that stuff has been detuned. Not completely. Detuned does not mean eradicated. I always no. want to point that out. I still have an ego. 
I still, uh, you know, have an opinion and and want things from a human. Of course I do. I'm still physical. I've gone back to dyeing my beard. (laughs) I noticed that. I noticed that. I like, yeah, during COVID, you know, Michael and I, uh, foods just kind of became our recreation. You're talking about food Mm -hmm. and both of us gained a bunch of weight. And I, I've lost 30 pounds of it now. I have about another 20 pounds that I want to take off. But uh, gosh, at 51, I was in the best shape of my life. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. And we just kind of thought, well, to hell with it. We're just going to eat whatever we want. I started baking. I started cooking. And then, you know, taking care of his parents. Food became recreation. And we gained all this weight. And then I kind of just said, well, I don't care. that I'm going to be the fat, bald guy with a white beard. <laughs> Who cares? That's what I'm going to do. And you can go back now, not too far, too long ago. Yeah, and see a couple me. years ago. I looked, to- it was just last year, really. I looked totally different. Was it last year? Yeah. And then I kind of started, yeah, you know, I kind of like myself better with the colored beard. My beard is snow white. I, I like, I, I like I my appearance better like this because my skin is so white. The white beard just doesn't do it for me. So yeah, I still have an ego. I care about my appearance and stuff. I always will. I, I think caring about your appearance is a, is, is a, if you, if you're doing it, for the pleasure just to enhance your own pleasure or to be able to be for me it's just a preference you know i i prefer to have the darker beard i prefer mm-hmm. to um not be as heavy as i was certainly i'm not looking to be real thin necessarily but you know i, I have to tell you it's good that you took the weight off because i did um michael's mother was 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 heavy she was a heavy woman well into her 70s mm-hmm. and she suffered quite a bit physically because oh, it, may, it does make, it's, it's a suffering experience in my All the way to the very end. And I have to be very candid at, at the very, very end, uh, you know, her experience in the, the nursing facility at the very end was much more complex because of her weight and, and people having to move her and adjust her and all of that. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not going to get too, too deep into that because that's not my story to tell really, but it, it really woke me up and realized, you know, you, well, you, it, you, you it, get it, it not being only heavy, but it does negatively impact your life. Physically, it neg- negatively can impact your life, but it's mm-hmm. also about, um, like you've talked about your preference. I realized that I preferred to love myself with food than to batter myself with food. I realized that I felt better when I loved myself with food as opposed to hurting myself with food. Sure. Because it really came down to that for me. It came down to... Well, it's just another type. It's like an addiction, right? You're yeah. rushing oh, to much. something to soothe yourself. Right. And I have done that. I don't do that now, but I've And even long that. after I didn't, when I didn't even need it, I was still doing it. And that's, that's when I woke up. After Taya, I was like, you don't need this anymore. This is, this is a, t- this, this did you cut thing. sugar out completely or no, you know, I know I just switched sugars. I, I only use coconut sugar and, um, I nope, didn't get, didn't cut sugar. I yeah, minimized I cut sugar out a lot. I minimized it. I didn't, cause I, know, I, I was I, not feeling good and I was really clear. That I, I think the most important thing is eating clean, David, eating yeah. clean, um, yeah. and not a lot of sugar. I mean, not too much sugar is not good, but you can make, healthy i i've learned how to make healthy muffins that are absolutely delicious that have just a little coconut sugar well and it's natural oh, sugar too not the fake stuff and that's, it, well um, that the fake stuff your body just thinks it's uh they don't know what the body doesn't know what to well do you know the stream said a long time ago that that the physical body <clears throat> and evolution will ultimately adapt to anything in any environment because of our right. will to to survive but our technology with food is moving so much faster than evolution that our bodies are not caught up to all of this process stuff. They can, wow. if we so choose, but now we're wising up and realize, okay, the process stuff makes us sick, makes us feel, I, I pay attention to how I feel when I eat something. 
That's it. If I feel bad after I eat it, okay, my body is giving me a clear signal. This is not good. Oh, and, when you, and when you have that much clarity um, in your life, you, you, can, you can know with the first bite whether you, whether you want to eat it or not. Whether yeah, it's my dog eat. tells me. You know, my Lola, she's a picky eater. Rocco, not I so I love much. Lola. I could I feed him Lola. a pencil and he'll probably just eat it and love it. But Lola is very discerning about food. And there's just certain things that she just walks away from. And I've never tried to like convince her to eat something that she doesn't want to eat. I think she's just really tuned in. But I That's think about- what happens now. I, if I go to the store and say, I'm going to buy myself a treat today. I'm going to go buy something because I want something. I go to the store and I look at that and I go, no, none of the old stuff makes me happy. I have to bake my own goodies now. Well, and there's so much healthy now on the market. It yeah. costs more, but if you've detuned fear around spending money, then that's which no big I deal. have. I, I have yeah. detuned a lot of that. Yeah. 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 That's still good. working at that. I think I need to. I'm still on on the the um, journey to detuning fear about spending money. I have more money than I ever had. Uh, I'm not rich uh, at all, but I have. I'm more comfortable now than I've ever been. And now I have more choices to make with money. So I'm finding it's a different issue now. It's not that I don't have any. It's that I don't know if I want to spend that. I might need that later. You know, I, I've got to let it flow. I'm learning to let the money go in. Tuning. I definitely believe money, money out, money in. It's, well, it's my favorite phrase, and I teach it to money my out, clients, money is money flows, uh, money flows in, money flows out, and I always have more than I need. That's, that's my mantra. Yeah. And always, if that, and if that's truly your belief, that will be your reality. That's belief my, system is, my is everything. That's that good. Yeah, David, that's a hard a one. Money, there's so many money components built into what I call the matrix to, to keep mm. you fearful and, and basically under control, right? Absolutely. I wanted to, before, I know we're going to wrap up in a minute or two. And um, I'd like to say one more thing about uh, about what Taya has done for me. And it's a very clear correlation. It's, it's totally related to Taya. When I was in Taya, and one of the modules was to write your code in grand detail. And of course, don't tell me grand detail because then it'll be 30 pages, which is how I did everything. So I wrote out the perfect relationship for myself, the qualities, the, 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 the nature, like the whole thing, everything down to the last detail, I wrote it. And now I have someone in my life that fits 98% of it. I have a, I have a, and I was alone for 16 years. I was by choice. I could have dated, didn't want to. I was like, I'm not settling for anything. But you wrote that code a few years ago. I wrote that code. You allowed some time for that to manifest. I did. And, and, and it manifested, uh, three quarters of a year ago, like um, going on a year, but less, less than a year, but going on a year now, it's still, it's still there. So that was, and it was so clear. I, when we, when we started seeing each other, I said, Boy, you took off a lot of my boxes. He goes, "What do you mean your boxes?" And I said, "My code. I wrote. I wrote you. I wrote about you in in this in this I invented camp thing you. I did. <laughs> I, I created you. No. Yeah. So I um yeah. So everything is better in my life. Everything. There's nothing that's. There's nothing. There was no detractions. Only additions and and expansions. Because yeah, when you when you work on all you have to do is raise your vibration. Work on raising your all Most day everyday thing. vibration. Everything gets better. Health gets better. Joy gets better. Yep. Love life gets better. Everything. Uh, everything. 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 I, I will never stop. And it's not instantaneous. And you have to you have to catch that catch the the DTS as soon as you can and and do the tools and use the you know do the work yeah. so that it doesn't have to stick around forever. You know. Well, and, that's, and tell me if if this that is, takes you, time. I have found that when things take longer. Once I have them, it's like no time at all. And I appreciate the period of creation 
because I realized that my judgment of the, the process of creation and the time span was all ego. Mm. You got to have it now. Why? Because I'll be happier. Well, I'm already happy. Exactly. If you know how to be joyful, if you raise your vibration and you love the blue sky and the singing birds and the grass under your feet, which everybody can access some of the time, yep. then you don't need anything external to shift to be happy. And then the things just delightfully show up when they do. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful and be appreciative of what you have in order to receive more. That I learned that entire. Yeah. Well, because the universe is like, hey, this person's loving and appreciating everything that they're experiencing. Here's more. As opposed to they believe something's missing. We're going to deliver the circumstances of its missing. Energetically, you're throwing out, I want more missing. Yeah. Yeah. I call it the vibration of need. Yes, you're in the vibration of need and you're going to continue to need as long as you're in the vibration of need. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Well, it, you're, you're just such a bright light. It was so lovely having you on and, and thank you thank so much you for sharing. Me. Uh, so, um, candidly, we, we love that around here. You know that. Oh yeah. Well, I'm, I'm kind of an open book now. I, Cause I have no more, I, 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 I don't self judge much. Yeah. Well, if you're not, if you're not fearing and you're not judging, you're a pretty open book because if somebody likes you, they like you. If they don't, they don't, this isn't okay. for everyone. We're not for everyone. It's okay. So I know people probably want to connect with you and, and, and learn more about what you do. So tell them where to find you. Oh, great. Thank you, David. Um, my, I have, a, I have a, a website that you can connect with me from directly, which is uh, the name of my practice is called One Mind, and that's O-N-E-M-I-N-D, spiritualservices.com. That's the, and just put the WW if you want in front of it. And, um, and you, there's a little place that'll say, get in touch with Reverend Denise or something, contact Reverend Denise, click it and a, and a little thing opens up and I get it in my email. You can write me a little message and, or you can book right directly. You can book it. If you want an intuitive life reading, you can book it directly from my website. If you want a focus and clarity call. Um, thank you, Taya, for that, that title. Uh, if you want, I give do focus and clarity calls for people that just have one issue, want one call, you know, just to kind of clarify something. You can book that directly from the website. So anyway, you can reach me anywhere, www.onemindspiritualservices.com. Thank you, David. Perfect. And you're also very active in the Taya Practice Facebook group. So you can I am. catch her, yes. yeah, catch you her find in there, there as well. You can find me there. What, a, what an honor, a privilege, a pleasure. I'm so grateful that we're still in, in contact with each other, David, because you're a very special person to me. Uh, and your work is is uh, worldwide. Um, it's, a, it's just... What's the word I'm looking for? It's just, it's flowing through the whole wide world. It might be not big, huge strands, but everyone is catching a piece of Taya through everyone who does Taya. So it's a big deal. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to this. Your feedback is very valuable to us and helps other people who may be looking for this type of information to find us. Thanks again for listening.